it's a I don't know how to describe it. It's like messages. It's like it's like yeah, it's like a a, a chat, a text chat between like three college age girls or high school age girls. High school age to begin with. That's awkward. Oh man. <laughs> That's how we started the podcast. JBJ, I'm your host Corey Hatfield. With me in the studio is JDS. Yeah. Josh Hatfield. Yeah. And special guest Nick Podell. Hey everybody. And uh, we are we're pretty pumped to have you on because in the past, like your name has come up so much, like from uh, other authors and narrators, and we always hear like, oh, he's prolific, he's so prolific. Uh, Josh, didn't you have a question about that? Yeah. Um. I'm becoming prolific. What does prolific mean? <laughs> uh, well, I'd have to pull up the dictionary definition, but I'm not sure what it means to other people. <laughs> so the, these people who are saying I'm prolific, I'm not entirely sure what it, what exactly they're referencing. I mean, I've done a few so books. So. What does it mean to you and Webster's? <laughs> <laughs> the two big ones. Well... I don't have Webster's Dictionary right behind me, but uh, I will pull it up. Are you sure? You do have a lot of books behind you. Those are actually my wife's books. Oh, well, it looks cool. (laughs) I mean, I built the shelves, but she filled We have a bunch of action figures not behind us, but... uh, (laughs) I see them off to the side there, yeah. (laughs) So you're a, a bit of a woodworker? Uh... I'm no Nick Offerman, I'll tell you that, but I I like building things. Yeah. Nothing super fancy. But. Everything box shaped. That's I like building things too, but it turns out everything I can and do build is just a different form of a box. <laughs> it's pretty much what we do, isn't it? I mean, shelves. Where? You you that's did how Rocky got to start. Well, yeah, you well, that's true. Good. That's a good joke, Josh. <laughs> you know it's good because no one laughed. Well, no, I pointed and said that's we, we thought yeah. about it. We'll be when I when I edit this in a couple of months, I'll I will bust out laughing when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, you did. I went over to your house and you were working on something one time, Corey, and you you told me that you're like everything is just boxes, <laughs> and it revolutionized my life because honestly, if you can make a box, you can make anything you can make two boxes and stick them together call it a bookshelf exactly that's all these are just rectangle shaped boxes so i guess to your question prolific um producing much fruit or foliage of many offspring i have two kids so i don't think that's really prolific um of an artist producing many works i'm guessing that's what people are referring to probably oh i thought they were talking about your grape farm 
Oh. Um, the the grapevines are sadly lacking. Uh, so. Well, you are as prolific in the kid section as Corey, and twice as prolific as as Josh, and infinitely more prolific than me. JDS is sterile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As far as I know, he went to Chernobyl as a kid. Yeah. Ah, that'll do it. In the bush. In the bush. (laughs) Yeah. You're not supposed to pet the Chernobyl puppies. No. How can you say no? (laughs) Wait, did you pet seven dogs in one day? I did. Yeah. Chernobyl. Oh, Chernobyl. (laughs) Well, they also they're distilling vodka in Chernobyl now that you can buy. It's okay to be in Chernobyl. Like you can go there for short periods of time now. Mm -hmm fermenting things can you ferment you probably i wouldn't drink fermented i wouldn't drink any vodka from no chernobyl vodka no i would well you probably (laughs) drink vodka you're a wine guy right because of the grapes no no i actually don't make grape i don't have any grape plants so some people have been lying they said he's prolific what else could it mean i mean it could mean Hundreds of audiobooks. Do you have a I guess how many you've done? I don't actually have a tally. Um, I know it's it's over 250, um, which I don't feel like is that prolific in this day and age. But well, yes, you, you just have like uh, well, we we basically are in the lit RPG realm right now, and I mean you you've done what the land and you've mm-hmm. worked, uh, Dakota. Crowd. Sufficiently advanced magic. Yeah, so it's Andrew like, Rowe. Yep. Yeah. All the like real big ones there. You, and then uh, you, you, R. L. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein, yeah. <laughs> Did you get this one? Gary Paulson. Ooh, yeah. I like that. That was fun. I like Gary Paulson too. When the R.L. Stein one came up, how sad were you that it wasn't a Goosebumps book? I was so sad. Grew up on that more. stuff. He's yeah. done he's done more than that, right? I did you did you oh, yeah. ask if they could just throw the word goosebumps on there? <laughs> or did you just try to stick it in? Yeah, he slipped it in. <laughs> just a little bit of creative rewriting. Authors don't mind that sort of thing, That's do they? Goosebumps. I, I know that uh, R.L. Stein used to write joke books before he wrote uh, Goosebumps. Did you did you narrate no. a joke book? <laughs> I, I did not know that. And yeah, well, I I heard it on an NPR show, so so it could be lies. It could be lies. I mean, it was him saying that, but yeah, he lies a lot. He does lie a lot. Probably more than likely, I just misheard him or or wasn't listening. He was like, forgot. I've never written a joke book. In my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there used to also be Goose Flump books by R. U. Slime. I'm thinking those are him too. Oh, maybe he's a big. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I heard Charles Stein is not one person. Ooh. Because one person can't write two books a week. So, 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 so sometimes the time frames well, don't have. I have always heard that it is one person, but he moves forward and backward in time just really fast. He's a time lord. Have you ever seen the show Doctor Who? He has <laughs> a TARDIS. It's just like that. Makes sense. Well, for me personally, my biggest one was uh the King Killer Chronicles, right? With Patrick yep. Rothfuss. Oh, old. I Rothfuss. mean, honestly, when when you got that, like, <laughs> like you must have. Like, I don't know. Was he popular before that book? Because I know now it's insanely popular. And it is, yeah. I honestly don't know. Like, I knew that it was the only thing I really knew going into that was that it was a very long book, um, and that was back before everything was digital. So. 
mm-hmm. I had this just giant stack of pages that was FedExed to my house that I had to start flipping through uh, oh, wow. to, to prep the thing. And um, I hadn't heard of Patrick Rothfuss before that. But I haven't heard of him before I, right now. I still haven't heard of him. It's great. Yeah, I, try, I try to tell you, like, it's it's up there on, like, like best fantasy of, like, the 21st century. I'm not into the 21st century. Oh, sorry, but... No, very, <laughs> it's also a very challenging thing to do because, like, the whole... I mean, it's very it's a very musical book, right? I mm-hmm. mean... Oh, that's the one where he's, he's like, a bar? Or yeah, not, yeah. And he's really good at everything. He's like, very good at everything. Okay, yeah, I did the first one. Yeah, it was good. good. I don't. Yeah, yeah. but it was like twenty-three hours long, wasn't it? The yeah, first well, one? that's what we like, right? Well, that, mostly. That, that sounds great. He's good at everything. No one can beat him. He's just the yeah, best thing. Cam, ever. He's he, the best well, thing ever. Everybody loves him. Rafa man. is actually asking. <laughs> <right Yeah. if laughs> is uh, do you know, okay? This might be getting into territory that you don't want to talk about. I don't know, but the third book. I mean, we everybody's been waiting for it for a million years. Is he right. going to narrate it? I don't know. That is going to be up to him. Well, did you do the uh, the 2.5 book? I did not. That I oh. thought actually that Patrick narrate 2.5. Oh, it might have. I never listened to it because it just I didn't. Because care. you weren't doing it. He didn't. Yeah, care. I didn't want to listen to it. I'm not going <laughs> to get. It. I don't know. This also might be in territory that. Uh, you don't want to talk about but is rl stein one or two people <laughs> that is unbeknownst to me so i can't comment one way or the other yeah do you ever get to meet any of the authors like if you wanted to very to rarely yeah very rarely yeah um it's mostly going to be at like conventions and stuff like that that i would get to meet them but um they you know, when i was recording with brilliance audio which is where i recorded the patrick rothfuss series um they you know they didn't fly authors in or anything like that so it was just a at most i would get to talk to them on the phone but never actually face to face it wouldn't make a lot of sense to fly the author in and make him watch you read his book for <laughs> no oh, yeah. hours. i don't know though like if i wasn't if i was an author and I gave someone the very important job of narrating my book, especially a fantasy book where there's a like very hard to pronounce names and things. I mean, okay, so one of my favorite series is The Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. and the the oh. two narrators that do it are some of the best, I think. And even they, they're no Nick Podell. They're no, they're no Nick Podell. <laughs> they're husband and wife. No, they're probably they, better. <laughs> but but they even like they get stuff wrong. Like they're changing names throughout Maybe the series. Maybe you get it wrong. Yeah. No, they change names throughout. The series. Maybe like, it's a they thing. do. But like, if I was an author, My I would want to her name. nail that mm-hmm. down. Shut up. Josh. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like with an author, their first book, audiobook, is probably like this is my baby, but. Isn't Roth? Is this not like his thirty book at this point? 30? I actually don't know. I, I've actually heard he's two people. Okay, I, well, I, I, <laughs> I'm familiar with that theory too. But everybody's I, got a doppelganger. Every author is two people. So, uh, here's here's a question that's not a question at all. It's more of a statement. Uh, okay. The thing I was most impressed with out of all the audio books you've ever done was the the like. Crib notes for the outsiders. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I feel like I could ace a test. <laughs> hey, then I did my job well. What? How did you end up getting into that? 
That was a number of years ago. Uh, Brilliance actually produced, Brilliance Audio produced a whole bunch of Cliff's Notes. Um, and I got such a kick out of that because I'm like, first of all, we're to the point where like, I can't be troubled to read the book. So give me the Cliff's Notes. <laughs> now I can't be troubled to read the Cliff's Notes. So someone read me the Cliff's Notes. That's how I mean, I pretty soon we're... We're what just going to farm out, you know, pay somebody to take my test for me. Yeah. That's how it could, <laughs> could if people wanted to, could they pay you to take a test for them? Um, the only if they right? want to fail. What if the test is on the outsiders? <laughs> that was a long time ago. He's never read the so, book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I read right. it in high school, but that was Ooh. a long time ago. It was a good book. What book did you do by uh, Gary Paulson? I didn't notice that. There was a couple Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, probably my favorite one was Masters of Disaster. Oh. Well, that must have been, a, well, I don't know, because I, I looked at your website and I found your big list, but it looked like it was, hasn't been updated since like 2013, so. Yeah, I don't speak HTML, so uh, I can't really update my own website in the process of trying to find different hosting, because uh, I need something a little easier. Yeah, it hasn't been updated in a long time. That website is pathetic. Well, that's perfect for people who uh, really loved your career up to 2013. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I really haven't done anything, so. That's a good way to have people think you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this podcast is a great way to remind people. No, eh, no not too no, much. No. <laughs> yeah, don't crush no. your story about so, that. In fact, if well, you have any secrets you want to share, this is the place to do it. He's gonna, he's gonna like run into R.L. Stein in the supermarket. He's gonna like, oh, I thought you were dead. <laughs> Actually, I heard you were two people. Yeah. Where's your other half? Yeah. Well, you think that's kind of that's kind of rude to ask, though. To be honest, it is. It is. Well, okay. so when you were getting like Xerox phone books that you had to read, uh, were you do the doing the audio editing too? No, those were through a um, audiobook production company. So there are a number of big production companies in the game um brilliance audio audible studios podium uh, random Sound house uh, yep so a, a lot of these a lot of these companies they have their own in-house editing so all i was doing was narrating oh thank god could you imagine the annoying taking the page flipping out and stuff if you have to go through pages mm. <laughs> next page <laughs> We learned to turn them very slowly and very quietly. See, that's why no one ever liked my audiobooks, because I made the noise with my mouth every well, time. That's what people like. That's why you're so <laughs> charming. Sold so many copies. It's like being in the room with you while you're reading it. Exactly, yeah. I like when the audio is so crisp and clear, it feels like the narrator is literally standing behind you whispering in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. That made that gave me chills. Like not a good way. Sometimes it's like that. And you're work, you're at work in a warehouse that's supposed to have thousands of people, but you're on weekends, so there's only like five, and you're all by yourself. Oh, it's great. That's creepy. <laughs> so I bet you bust out books pretty quick. Like how long? Let's just say, for example, those Cliff Notes. How long did that take you? Twenty-five minutes. Oh. No, no. Uh, the the Cliff's Notes probably took me, I want to say, a day. So that's nice. That probably sounds right. I don't. I have no frame of reference. So I don't even know. I asked. <laughs> Is that good? Um, it's average. How it long does generally, it 
What's that? How long does a dictionary take? I don't think people are narrating oh, dictionaries. They are. People no. love it. If we're doing Cliff Notes, we might as well do the dictionary. For real, though? Like, you think? I don't think so. Look it up. That'd be silly. Well, I've heard a lot of comments that people say, you know, to their favorite narrators, like, oh, I could listen to them read the diction or read the phone book. And I don't I know if they really would. would. Yeah, they're liars. So what do you think would be more interesting, the dictionary or the phone book? Dictionary. I think so, too. But then again, you know, you're listening to the phone book. Maybe you hear a name you haven't heard since you, you, you know, were separated and you reunite with your long lost love. That or just could somebody- be. It's the same name. <laughs> yeah, you reunite with them. Could be awkward. Uh, we listened to that uh, that uh, AJ Jacobs book where he that's read the, the dictionary. I know, but it's like he basically he read the encyclopedia. Oh yeah, but throughout the book he just says you know definitions of the words and stuff. Now and I could see the encyclopedia being the encyclopedia is different. Yeah. Oh, that's way more exciting. Hey, I got a great way for you to really boost your fame. You own an encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, my mom still has the 1995 Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, that'd complete be complete series. Maybe you could get it slipped onto your 2013 <laughs> Facebook page. Not much has changed since 1995. No, no. You so can it, talk about how the information superhighway is going to change the world. It's going to revolutionize <laughs> things. So at this point, like. You you've done some pretty big series and stuff like that. Do you like I'm I'm assuming people come to you to get stuff done. Do you still have to like audition or try to get things or is that right? Uh, some sometimes. Um, when I'm working just directly with an author, the the majority of it is just they approach me and say, Hey, I love what you did with this person's book. Can you record my book? Um. But there are still times when with some of the big production houses where they will say, hey, we want to submit you to the author for narrating this book. Would you be up for recording a sample of it to send off? And you're like, hell no, I narrated for Dean Koontz. (laughs) I don't know if Dean Koontz knows, though. (laughs) Um, I just finished The Fate of the Fallen, which is one of your more recent ones, I think, right? Mm -hmm. That was a good book. I you, I mean, honestly, it, it's pretty amazing. We, we interview a lot of people, and, and uh, my Audible library is not as big as Corey's, but um, typically I have, like, one or two books, but I had 20 of your books. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I was very familiar with your work. But, yeah, I listened to the uh, – before I even knew you were on here, I had bought the, the Fate of the Fallen. I really liked that one, though. That three cents is all for you, man. Woo! <laughs> I feel like the Fate of the Fallen did pretty good. Right, that was a big one last year. I know. Uh, Kel Cade does pretty well. Yeah, I had all those other books too, but is that the one you told me to listen to? No, no, that's the Andrew Rowe, the sig- significantly advanced magic, whatever. I'm just glad Nick wasn't like, "Hey, you guys need to listen to this book before we do that." I hate when people do that. Nah. I only had like one person. I know, do it. I hated it. It was Jeff Hayes. <laughs> I felt so much pressure. So. I can't listen to the whole thing. It was worth it, though. It, it's yeah, understandable. There was, it was still pressure. Yeah. How did you get hooked up in the, the lit RPG world? I feel like you're getting pretty big. Wait, I have the answer to this. Go for it. Uh, you did the book Wonder, and uh, everybody in high school is recommended to read that now. And kids don't like to read, so they just listen to the audio book. Right. Right? Okay. And on those kids grew up <laughs> and started writing lit RPG, and they're like, "Let's get that guy from Wonder." Okay. 
<laughs> it was almost exactly like that. Oh, now, I actually, uh, I do believe Alaron Kong, the, the author of the Land series, is the one who kind of started that adventure. Um, he reached out to me and said, I love what you did with the Rothfuss books. Can you, I think you could bring my series to life. I'd like you to record the first book. We'll see how it goes. Can you re-say that, but instead of saying Rothfuss books, say Wonder? that's pretty cool so after that everybody wanted you huh um it just seemed like that was kind of the the rock that fell out of the dam that busted it wide open so i would say yeah well it's like uh i mean for us like we didn't know that was a world that existed really like well maybe i don't know how long we've been doing this but it might have been it's definitely getting bigger like mm-hmm. well yes no. um <laughs> you're looking at your phone yeah look at the memes Attention. we got nikki popo here <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm just behind on i'm going to make you listen to a book for that yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's well, not going to be one of his good ones either i oh. tried to get dakota no. to give me the new one but he wouldn't yeah i i was actually looking into what's the the new one good it's not by dakota but uh, it's by dakota and um uh, Bibliomancer. Yeah, yeah. Bibliomancer, yep. He wrote it with that other guy. James Hunter. James Hunter, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's he him. He won't respond to my messages. I don't remember his name. No. <laughs> we talk all the time. We make fun of you. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> well, don't call James a loser. Oh, sorry, James. Sorry, James. Problems. Um, so how did you get into narrating? Um, that was actually because I listened to my mom. Um, she, uh, she's been listening to audiobooks as well as my grandparents have seen audiobooks since they were on tape. So way back in the day. Um, Are they truckers? No, no, surprisingly not. Just average run of the mill people. They just liked, uh, they liked audiobooks. Oh, wow. Um, well, remember we rented uh, Goosebumps audiobook on tape that one time yeah. from the library. I borrowed a Lord of the Rings CD one time from Chance. I Maybe. I used to get, like, I have a, not to brag, okay, I have a library card. Ooh. Okay. And you can nice. rent, you can rent audiobooks from the library, and mm-hmm. they come on this just little boxes that you plug your headphone in and it has a battery pack and a play button and a pause button and a stop and that's it this is an ipod no it's not an iPod. well are you sure it's, it's like the library iPod? version it's like it's a, a library, library pod. <laughs> it's a library pod it's i mean it's an mp3 they're program. called Fidel pods i don't know where they come from <laughs> they only have roth's books on them. that's right that's it and rl stein Ooh. Now, so uh, they they just encouraged me to um, audition for it. I was a theater major in college and um, didn't think that I could make a living as an actor. So changed my major. I was working in a bar and hated it. And so my mom had said, you know, well, you should do this. And I was like, yeah, OK, mom, you're my biggest fan. I'll, I'll yeah, we'll do it. We'll make a demo. It'll be fun. And so I sent it off and they actually responded. So they, um, this was at. R.L. Stein called me personally. Uh, actually, it was his secretary, Doppelgitter, that called me. Are you in for a scare? <laughs> <laughs> so, Do you yeah, remember? Dad. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's all right. Continue. No, Do you, you're, you're apparently done telling us how you do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to babble on now. I was just wondering if you remember what like book you read for your sample. <laughs> 
for the uh for my sample no i don't remember what it was i just remember that it was um my mom one of my mom's fantasy books that she liked with talking dragons in it see that's what i was thinking i was like well if you were in college you worked at a bar you probably didn't have a lot of books i would assume you had to use your mom's books i was just making sure it wasn't like a romance thriller with Fabio mm-hmm. on the cover. Fabio <laughs> on the cover. No, she she's never she's never been into the romances. She's been into the uh, the fantasy ones. Yeah, we love talking dragons and cats and stuff like that. I mean, not yeah. to be rude, that kind of sounds like a dork thing. We're into romance with Fabio <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> so, what was the first book you ever narrated? That would be uh, a Mercedes Lackey. It was called Foundation, the Collegium Chronicles. Um, it was. Talking Horses, um, The World of Valdemar, and I feel like that was the perfect book to give me an idea of what kind of ride I was in for. Because she she wrote the main character with this, like, the way the way that he talked was, imagine, like, Hagrid as a child, um, where even just the, the way that it was printed, it was, you know, haven't you would have been... H <laughs> A apostrophe N T like um basically the way he talked was like and so the whole book was written in this kind of broken pigeon English sort of thing and I had to narrate this for first time out the like, so, uh, Craig Ferguson yeah not a stranger dragon. <laughs> that sounded just like that crazy <laughs> so if we ever want to claim we have Craig Ferguson on the podcast we'll just bring Nick back yeah. <laughs> I just play that clip over and over. Yeah. <laughs> Every question we ask him. You did actually, it's the the fate of the fallen, which is why I'm going back to this because I just listened, I just finished it today, actually. Um, there was like one scene, I don't know if you remember, it was a drunkard on the side of the road, and it was that accent, and it was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. I do have some accents that I use that are more fun than others that I, I enjoy revisiting. So that first book, did that come out on tape? Uh, no, that was in the day of CDs. I actually started in 2008. So but did you ask for them to put it out on tape? You're like, can you please put this on vinyl? For my- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, Graham. Betamax. So a weird format for an audio book. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's just a still image of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a burnt CD. It has just a random background. <laughs> so you seem like you remember a lot of details of that book is it just because it was your first or do you think about it a lot or did you go on and do more of that series everyone remembers first i did yeah everybody remembers their first time (laughs) um i remember the first book i i remember the first (laughs) audio book i narrated me too you never forget your first well we do so much like we podcast all the time for we have hours and hours of us podcasting and i can go back and listen and i'll think oh i should say this and then I say it, but I don't remember <laughs> saying any of this stuff. That reminds me. Let's do a shout out to Hannah in Kansas City. Oh. Hey, Hannah. She does listen, so <laughs> shut up, Josh. Hey, Hannah. <laughs> Why do you mean shut up? Wait, the one you remembered her, though. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I accidentally listened to an episode. <laughs> accidentally? <laughs> well, I didn't realize it was on my USB drive. Oh. I hate it when I accidentally listen to an episode of us talking. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. <laughs> How's Hannah doing? She's doing all right. That was the episode where we talked about uh, being trapped in a cat's body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nick. No. I go back and listen to hundreds of our episodes to catch up on the inside jokes. Yeah. We <laughs> learn about Hannah. 
We all love nostalgia, so we thought we'd bring you in on it. Yeah. I, I feel like if I can listen to hundreds of hours of your audiobooks, you can listen to hundreds <laughs> of hours of our podcast. I feel like it's reasonable. It's only fair. It's only fair. <laughs> and I feel like there's three of us, so you're you're getting triple the value. Yeah, you're getting like right. 300 hours. <laughs> That's how math works. I feel like you can play what i've listened to this week well you guys actually think, that's he's done he's done we're, we're gonna say 300 he says 250 i know it's over 300 the shortest ones are two two hours so we'll just round everyone down to two hours and the longest one is like that's 600 hours the 600 land hours. comes in at 560 hours a piece right <laughs> right <laughs> they're about 10 hours and then the the sixth one is 570 hours <laughs> that's true did you feel ripped off <laughs> Did I feel ripped off? We're going to pay you the same amount for every book. (laughs) And then you get to that one and you're like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) No. Those books, I mean, I own them all. I listen to them all. But uh, they seem like they would be pretty fun to narrate. And they are. Just because. They definitely are. They're they're insane. But I mean, that's what the lit (laughs) RPG is about. So are there there any books you don't think are fun to narrate? Um, I've definitely. Genres. I've yeah, definitely had some that I don't, you know, I don't really, didn't really enjoy. I've been incredibly fortunate, though, that in most of the books that I've narrated, I've actually enjoyed. So, so like after that all, first Cliff Notes, did it lose its novelty? And then you're just like, this is fucking stupid. Like, I probably did. Well, he could pop them out in a day. So he's like, paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. <laughs> While he's doing a phone book in the background. Exactly. I had a question. Sure. Uh, and that's how you could tell I have a question. I like to state it out loud <laughs> before I... Prepare. I have an answer. Okay. Uh, I, I'm i a John Green fan, and you did the book Will Grayson, Will Grayson. I was just wondering, were you Will Grayson or Will Grayson? Uh, I was actually Will Grayson. Oh. oh, dang. I didn't expect that. Mm, they didn't see that coming. I don't did, you know get to, did you get to pick, or did they just assign you that one? Uh, that was that was one where I was cast for. Uh, so I was assigned my Will Grayson, and McLeod was assigned his Will Grayson. I, I but... really enjoyed that book. That was actually... Uh, I wasn't real heavy into audiobooks at the time. I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and I, it might have been the first uh, audiobook with two separate narrators with a story that went back and forth. And I was... I really liked that. I looked for other books just like that since then. That one was kind of a unique scenario, though, because um, McLeod and I actually got to direct each other with that. So we would just trade off. One of us was in the recording booth while the other one was in the engineering booth. And we would be just riffing off of each other. And so it was kind of a unique scenario in that style because a, a lot of multicast books, the narrators don't really interact at all. Um, they will maybe get like pronunciation notes and stuff from each other or character notes, but that's about it. There've been very few cases where I've actually gotten to narrate with somebody that it's more of a collaborative effort. And I think it, in those cases, it really shows. Yeah. I kind of assumed you guys weren't even in the same state. So (laughs) like, well, we don't live in the same state, but we were, we got to record in the same studio. So yeah. And I would feel like that's most audio books. Yeah. It was kind of like a what's the the Hobbit movie where I guess everyone recorded on their own. He didn't do that. What? <laughs> so you so Whatever. you're saying there were no Hobbits in the studio at all when you were recording that? 
Well, I mean, I'm not really a tall guy, so and I do have hairy feet, so I mean, I I could probably fit the role of Hobbit. That's crazy. The next time they make a movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a word for you. That's nice. Uh, got connections now. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> well, I'm not gonna have. So we, me, we're me. working on getting Judge Judy on the podcast. Have you ever narrated <laughs> a book written by Judge Judy? I have not. Well, mm. I mean, do you know someone that maybe knows Judge Judy? <laughs> Just I don't. Come on. We, someone got, does, your, does your wife? She has a lot of books. <laughs> she does have a lot of books, but she has not read anything by Judge. All right, we'll find somebody. We'll find. Man, somebody. We Jeff, might. We might have. Out there. Better pull it off for us. Yeah. So, do you have your own recording studio? I do actually now. So, so you do about, everything yourself? Do you edit and? No, I let a professional handle that because to do professional audio work, I feel like you need to have the education to do it. And uh, audiobook engineers, they definitely, uh, they definitely get their schooling to do it well. And so I, uh, I have a number of connections that I can use, but uh, I have a, a regular go-to engineer who does all the stuff that I um, narrate directly for authors. So. so do you send them like a certain amount of hours or do you wait till it's all done? And then be like, hey, edit this by tomorrow. You're, you're uh, like, well, I give a 530-hour land book. I need it by Tuesday. And at yep. some point, I spilled water and cussed a lot. Can you cut that out? <laughs> no, they leave that in. That's for the that's for the B side. So it's good to have that to fall back on. Huh? <laughs> but no, they get the they get the whole production. My my engineer just gets a whole Pro Tools section, and then he compresses it and cleans it up and takes out all of those mouth noises and stuff like that. I hope he saves them and then gives them back to you one day. You know Here's he all does. your mouth noises you for know the last he does. five years. He's got a folder <laughs> full of them and he goes to bed to it every night. I know. I can feel it. Nick, <laughs> Nick Podell ASMR mouth noise. He auto-tunes it, man. He's... <laughs> <laughs> but he sampled on all the biggest tracks in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure DJ Khaled was uh, using it in his latest song. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. That's the biggest. Uh... He uses his royalties from it to buy his wife books. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you know you're doing pretty good. You got a bunch of books. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> maybe 30 books. And, and 10 of them are my books. So. <laughs> Okay, uh, you guys want to get into these questions? Oh, yeah. These were sent in by Randy Ferris. Okay. Do you assume that's a boy or a girl? Well, there's an I, so yeah. Yeah. It's a girl. How does a boy spell Randy? With a Y. With a Y. Oh. Like, remember Randy from uh, Home Improvement? I remember Randy from Critical Failures. Is that the same? Was that a boy or a girl? <laughs> that was a boy. I and thought that uh, the boy Randy was spelled with an eggplant emoji at the end of it now <laughs> this one's not okay question one is fluoride good for you yes and i was i'm gonna told, say yeah yeah i was I'm gonna say yeah fluoride was all the stuff that was left over when the atomic bomb was created and they didn't know what to do with it no that's i that's told a, you that some guy and randy more. tell you that he also told me that they uh <laughs> they like have planes go by and drop aluminum like shrapnel in the air like like confetti mm-hmm. because it it blocks the sun there was this uh there what? was how does it stay up there it doesn't it falls through the sky <laughs> i don't know 
he, where does it snow God. aluminum? I don't, think, I don't think he... He's, he showed me this document. Okay, I don't think he knows what he... Maybe and, he's uh, not talking about it. The government used uh, a metal to stop hurricanes because they're like, oh, this will change the temperature. It lowers the temperature in the air when they drop it. And it worked, so they're still going to be doing it now. And aluminum's cheaper than whatever metal. Did they, they just used did they then. just miss you know like Hurricane Sandy? They just like forgot to do it. That they they it could have. Could you imagine? I, I would, I would could like you to imagine th- how worse that hurricane would be if they didn't, <laughs> they didn't drop do it? Okay, aluminum? well, I don't man. There wouldn't be an Earth anymore. I want to say this guy's crazy, but then again, remember when we find out birds aren't real? I know. I still <laughs> that still throws me for a loop. What's not bird? real? A what? Birds. Bird. A like bird. A, like a pigeon. Like, like in in public. Like flaps through the air. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen one? Yeah. Have you ever seen one during a government shutdown? <laughs> I'm oh. gonna say yes. You have not. But yeah, you, you don't you... know for sure. <laughs> you know you what? Have... I don't have documented evidence. You are correct. I don't have documented. <laughs> I feel like evidence Nick is really wondering if he's now on a flat Earther podcast. <laughs> Don't tell me you believe it. <laughs> tell them about how flat your shoes are. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> if the if the were round, our shoes would be round. No. Concave. To walk on there. Concave. Well, they'd be concave, yeah. which is also round. Yeah, opposite of round. <laughs> it makes sense. Does it? You couldn't have if it's like two balls hitting each other. We just float away. No, the opposite. Concave. concave yeah. Like this. Look, yeah. I'm doing this thing with my hand for all the people who can't see. All people are actually concave, just so you know. Yeah, but the wrong way. The wrong way, yeah. Yeah. So, do you remember those uh, those uh, sketchers that used to, the shape-ups? Yeah. I, I worked at a shoe store when they were really popular. Do you remember those? Yeah, I remember the shape-ups. Yeah. Those were the start, you know, to mm-hmm. prove to the world that it's it's flat. Are we for flat earths or not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's it? Were we saying the Earth was flat, or were we saying it wasn't? <laughs> I think the jury's out. Still, I, I don't know. Whatever. We Seems w- like I've heard both arguments coming from the three of you, so I'm not sure. <laughs> we were trying to be on the same page. Too. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever side we were on, we're 100 percent for that side. That's right. But uh, if fluoride's so good for you, how come they don't have babies use it? I think they do. Doesn't it grow in a cave? You never had a baby. Fluor- you don't know. I don't know. Isn't you what, know what are you talking? What do you think? Toothpaste. Fluoride. Babies use toothpaste. They use fluoride. Fluoride-free toothpaste. No. Your baby doesn't have teeth. You don't know yet. I've been brushing his gums with fluoride every <laughs> day. Using your extra tartar control. Yeah. This baby's mouth is so full of tartar. Guys, he doesn't even need to get sauce when he has. All right. Sticks. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't use fluoride toothpaste. I use really? asbestos toothpaste. Oh, how's better. that work? It's it's healthier than fluoride because it just I, kills everything, even the inside of your mouth. That's why right. are they shoving charcoal into everything now? Charcoal deodorant, charcoal toothpaste, charcoal body wash, charcoal for grilling. Well, you got to remember all those things. A pure filter is a charcoal filter, right? Oh. So if you're using deodorant. It's filtering the smell. Not if the charcoal doesn't stay there. It's activated. <laughs> they use activated charcoal for heart attacks because it filters the heart attack. 
What? No. Where did when the heart you, attack come from? I, God, I don't know. Uh, Nick, when, I, I, I feel was like trying I, to get activated charcoal when someone has a heart attack. Nick, this is not a science podcast. <laughs> We're just amateur scientists. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't see it, if I can't see it, it doesn't exist. Fluoride doesn't exist. That's okay. why I'm sticking. I you? can show you fluoride right now. You say it exists. <laughs> can you show it to me right now, though? How? Do you have, like... A tub of fluoride? Mm-hmm. I don't think you do. Is that what they... You remember when we were poor and they used to come to the school and put that paste on our teeth because we're so poor and we couldn't afford toothpaste? I don't ever remember them putting paste. I remember a little cup I had <laughs> yeah. to swish around. I was never given paste. Oh, I teeth. was given paste. It were, was the thing you shove up on there. Was I not poor enough to get the paste? You, you were there. there. So you were says we didn't get it because we were poor. You're supposed to pay five dollars for it. But we but didn't since have we were to. Poor, oh, we didn't have it's to. like the free lunch system. I don't recall. <laughs> I don't. I never put paste. No one ever put, told me to put paste in my mouth. That's because no one loved you. Wow. I got so much paste as a kid. <laughs> I was never getting any paste. Look at these pearly whites. Tastes good. Nick, did you ever get weird paste at your school, <laughs> like shoved in your mouth? No, I had enough of that at the. I got it. I got. It. I I'm thinking paste. it was fluoride too. Was it fluoride? I did not get a paste. I got a cup, and it was fluoride. It was a fluoride treatment, and you would switch. They made you switch you it around for what? sixty seconds, and you had to spit it back in a little cup. Well, I was a lower grade, so we probably went in first, and they just gave you the leftovers after we used the paste. Turned into a liquid. <laughs> you had to switch. It, it broke down by that point. We went to a school that was literally closed down because it was full of asbestos. Oh, and the oh. iron, and there were ants in the cereal. And they, so this was before they would blame us for it. Woodlaw, okay, we're we're good. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm gonna say fluoride exists. Fluoride does exist. But you shouldn't put it in your mouth. Where you should put fluoride in your mouth, every available option. I just don't <laughs> don't see the benefit. Nobody well, you specifically don't swallow the fluoride. How sure are you that fluoride is in your toothpaste? hundred percent it says it right on the thing. Uh, well, Do you think you, they're just lying? Are you reading who reads their toothpaste? Are Nick, are you kidding me? Do you really <laughs> you narrate? Do you do one of your fancy accents? I actually do narrate the products. Whenever I go shopping, I stand in the aisle and pick a different voice for every single product that I buy. And you know it's, it's like exercise. It's like going to the gym, like, but for my voice. Just prolific shopper. <laughs> Not that kind of prolific, though. It's a no. family show. Oh, that's how the kids are. Like, you're so prolific in the supermarket. Mm-mm. So, I do. That's disgusting. Okay, so I feel like yep. at this point, we just agree to disagree. Randy, either put no fluoride in your mouth or put all the fluoride who's, in your mouth. We don't know. Who's Randy? Randy. Oh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I thought you were who's calling Randy? Nick Randy. Oh, yeah. I'll back. answer to it. That's fine. Whatever, Randy. Back so, when there were three of us, we, we could break ties. But now there are four. You know, we're split down the middle. We're oh, not. Wait, we're no. not. I was. What did you say? I don't remember. I'm with Jack. Apparently, I. I mean, I just grab a, any old toothpaste. So yeah, you probably... should look. I don't think fluoride's probably good for you. They put it in your drinking water too. It's weird. I feel like we just have a bunch nice. of extra shit we don't know what to do with. So let me so explain like, this to you. Put it in the water. Let me explain to you. Put fluoride in. It's good for you. Have you heard of Alton Brown? Yes. Alton Brown says the greatest single thing ever done in modern history was adding fluoride. Was adding fluoride (laughs) to tap water. British people don't have that, right? No. 
I'm I'm for the floor right now. Okay, I'm I'm gonna put as much in my mouth. I'm gonna just eat it. I'm gonna start eating it. Dude, don't eat the floor. You gotta spit we it out. But some... we can drink it. So we can't eat it, but we can drink it. It so, shouldn't make our all our bones in our body better if we swallow it. Well, make the fluoride lighter. in your water is three parts per million. Why do you know so much about <laughs> fluoride, Alan Brown? Okay. <laughs> so I remembered one thing about fluoride that Alan Brown said. He also said berries are good for you, but yeah, who knows? He because they have antioxidants. <clears throat> I breathe oxygen. Oxygen. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think oxygen is an accident. That's why you need antioxidants to kill them. You have to exhale better. You oh, know, okay. practice. That's why you're supposed to exhale for 60 seconds at a time. Oh, that seems like a lot. Yeah, I think I'd pass out. Okay, this next question is right up your alley, Nick. I could tell you're really good at smelling things. Mm. What's the weirdest smell you have ever smelled? Oh my gosh. Um, homemade mustard gas. Oh, whoa! I feel like there's a story there. There's a story. There's a story to that. Uh, or at least what I thought was homemade mustard gas at the time. So when I was in high school, I worked at a gas station, and we were in charge of cleaning things like the bathroom and the floor of a gas station cooler. You know those like uh, the big glass doored coolers that you grab the milk or the beer or whatever out of. Well, the insides of those coolers, you know, it's a walk-in cooler. They're disgusting. And I was in charge of cleaning those when I was a teenager. And so I accidentally, on a dare, mixed together bleach and toilet bowl cleaner in a little styrofoam cup in the backroom floor. And uh, one of my coworkers, who was also a teenager, I mean, teenage boys, just were dumb. Um, he said, I dare you to sniff it. And so I did. I put my face right down in there and just and proceeded to go into the bathroom and throw up for about isn't, two isn't hours. Isn't a lot of people died? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. World War One, something uh, else together. I'm so that was sure not one of my brighter moments. You're lucky to be alive, Nick. You are. You're so. lucky to not have brain damage, man. <laughs> Well, that's my memory's not so good, so maybe that explains part of it. That's why you're so good at making all those funny voices. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, I thought the story was going to be, I was making, I was trying to make homemade mustard. <laughs> yeah. I did too. I did not I, get, okay, good. He, he had a gas on there and really threw me for a loop. <laughs> I'm like, why do you use mustard gas? <laughs> to make mustard, of course. Right, it's a byproduct of mustard, isn't it? A lot of people don't know that the smell of mustard gas is, is man-made, it's added by man, like mm-hmm. propane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so people know when mustard's around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say wacky tobacco. Now, I've never smelled it, but... Uh, it, it would smell it wacky. It would smell wacky. Weird. Uh, I don't know, I guess we have a similar... When we were little, we would just clog the sink and mix all the shit together oh, yeah. that was in there. And we would all there would be three boys in a little bathroom just mixing every everything in the sinks together. That never smelled great. Mm-hmm. No, but that you could just put a, only two of them a now. layer of shaving cream on top of it, and it's like a dessert. <laughs> yeah, just don't eat it. Fancy. And then we would try to set everything on fire. You try. I set so much stuff on fire. It was all the cool. Yeah. No, don't blame the fluoride. It was the lack of fluoride. <laughs> I had so much fluoride. They would just shove it in my face at school. Do you have a weird smell you'd like to talk about? Yeah. Remember when we lived together in Mount Vernon? And I told you, you, sorry for that. And you used to make meth in the bathtub? Uh-huh. That was weird. 
Yeah, but it smelled good. <laughs> it didn't smell good. It smelled sweet. Do you remember when we lived together and you just got into this kick where you started making bread? And I came home and you're like, hey, there's some bread in there. So I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And you're like, what did you think of the cheese bread? <laughs> <laughs> Because today I was thinking, man, I wish I could, I want to make some bread. I just want to make a nice loaf of bread. Was it good? Yeah, I didn't even notice it was oh, cheese. Oh, okay. So either perfect. his cheese bed was, was bread was bad. Maybe it was weak cheese. It was weak cheese. Yeah. It was like Fiesta blend taco yeah. cheese. Just And I the... I already like my peanut butter and jelly. is a little spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so we all agree the best sandwich is peanut butter and jelly and Fiesta blend cheese. Fiesta blend. Yeah. Okay. Hands down. Next question. What kind of secret society would you like to start? Oh. Ooh. Uh, we're probably not supposed to talk about secret societies, but uh, monarchy of the flower. That's a that's a nice monarchy of the flower. Of the plow. The flower. Plow. The plow. What is it? You <laughs> you came up with it. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Then we won't talk about it. It's a secret, Nick. I know nothing. I would like to be part of one of those secret societies that everybody's just super rich. That'd be oh, cool. That'd be good. I like those. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, me, I'd like to be a stone, like like start a stone cutter type stone thing. Cutter, yeah. And then maybe a no homers. Mm, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Is that the the secret group that doesn't like the Simpsons? It's the group that doesn't let people name Homer in. Yeah. Well, one person, one person named Homer can come in, but yeah. not two. Oh, right, no homers. <laughs> there isn't it. You know, I could get into that honestly. As long Nick, as what are you doing this weekend? Secret tunnel. <laughs> I just want to be in a secret society that gives me a fancy decoder ring. Okay. I feel like those exist. Did yeah. You, uh, well, I mean, did Masons. You say decoder ring? A like decoder Dakota. ring. Not, Dak- not Dakota, Dakota Kraut ring. <laughs> you know, I mean, Lit RPG might already be a secret, not so secret society. He could be a, a what is it, a stonemason. Yeah. They have rings, right? Mm hmm. I'll get you in. And then you could be a Shriner and drive in one of those tiny little cars. Oh, my God. And wear the hat. Just driving one of those little cars, hitting kids. I'm down with any secret society that drives little cars. Not a secret, though. I mean, if you're driving a little car. Yeah, the secret's out. Well, no, you have, it's still a secret society. You just, you have like a. Publicly drive tiny car. (laughs) Well, you have the tiny car, but you take like a big black magnet and you throw it over the logo of your secret society on the side of the car. Oh, Mm -hmm. right. That way people are just like, oh, that's a regular guy in a tiny car. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. As we've seen. Now, Nick, I'll show you the uh, secret no homer handshake later. Good deal. Yeah. I don't want anyone listening. To I'm see sorry, it. no homers. Homers. Sorry, Homer. You're going to have to stop using that fluoride, though. Working. <laughs> <laughs> Question four What's the best type of cheese? Bread. Seems like someone who's listened to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bread. I do like me some cheese. Yeah. Well, what's the best kind of cheese, Nick? I think if I had to pick one, I would probably go with smoked Gouda all day. Smoked, smoked Gouda. Gouda. Yeah, that's all right. I'm into that. But aren't I, you always saying Gouda's good, but cheddar's better? No, I've never Isn't said that. that. No, that's head? not a thing I've ever said. <laughs> um, Gouda is good. And smoked Gouda especially. I feel like it's like a substitute for meat almost. Yeah. It's not. It's got that yeah. savory. Yeah, it's yeah. very I savory. I understand, but you can't just like eat 
a chunk of smoked. Well, you could. You can. You shouldn't eat a chunk of smoked. Why not? It's not good for your colon. I eat a lot of cheese. Even the fluoride can't clean that. I eat a lot of cheese. He injects his cheese. And my colon is A-OK as far as I know. Spot on. When's the last time you had a check? (laughs) I have never had it checked. Wait, wasn't it Michelle's birthday last week? Did she not check your colon for her birthday? (laughs) Wait, is that what you're supposed to do? (laughs) Ladies, <laughs> I'd rather not be a part of that secret society. That yeah. <laughs> I would uh, go. We used to really like Munster, and then we Munster's found out fun. Provolone existed, and it's just like Munster with flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Have that. you guys? Have you guys ever had cheese curds? Like oh, authentic yeah. Wisconsin cheese curds? Oh, yeah, we got a Culver's <laughs> in the town over. No, 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 not Culver's. I mean, they, yeah, they they sell deep fried cheese. Well, but well, you're what you don't know, Nick, is we're a we're a short eight hour drive from Madison. So <laughs> yeah, we all right curds. I went to Wisconsin Dells. And Jesus Christ, you talking about Wisconsin Dells again? Ate at Culver's four times. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Why? I don't know. That's what you know. do when you're in the Dells. There's no I place. actually lived in Wisconsin Dells for five years. Oh, did you boy. drive a duck boat? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I did go on the duck boats every and again, but I did not drive one. This was when I was a child, so. Oh, no license. No, 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 and they don't give them out quite as freely as they used. To. Yeah, I think you no, got to be a little before 25. my time. That's stupid. And in the army. No. no. Okay, because when I was there, I swear there were sixteen-year-old kids driving the ducks. Yeah. I don't know. They're like World War II vehicles. You can't like it's the safest vehicle for a sixteen-year-old kid to drive. Honestly, <laughs> right? Especially when it's loaded full of people and floating. Okay, on that the water. you're right. You're you, well, you have a point. safety of others means nothing. <laughs> but like they can, they're on their own special roads most of the time. They can go in water. It's foolproof. Yeah. <laughs> Why and not? This coming from a guy who was on a duck boat like last year. <laughs> uh, when we were on the duck boat in Wisconsin Dells. At the same time, somewhere else, like 57 people died in a duck boat oh, accident. Yeah, in St. Louis. And her mom was freaking out. Yeah. Well, well, survived. It was storming during that. That's why I wear my I survived a duck boat t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> On your tour, did they stop and then try to get money from you after you already paid? Oh, yeah, definitely. Get uh, tips? Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's what he used to do. He was the tip guy. I just He's stood like, at the end of the platform with my hand out. He's like, I'm ready for tips. I'm also selling fluoride. I do not work for the duck boats. I will take payment in cheese curds. And he's trying to hand out his audiobook audition on tape. He's like, like, hey, hey, anybody know Judge Judy? (laughs) I will eat a cheese turd this time. (laughs) No cheese turds. We don't want cheese turds. Cheese curds are good, yeah. Did you know that when you let them get to room temperature and you eat them, they squeak? Well, how else do you eat a cheese curd? Cold out of the fridge, not the Culver's deep fried ones. I'm talking about like actual, just a bag of hunks of cheese. Just cold. That's why I was thinking room temperature. I was like, did you have them hot? Well, we stopped at a cheese, like a like a factory. factory. Yeah, cheese factory. Yeah, we stopped at cheese factory. Probably let's call it a farm. It's got a name. It's not a farm. Cheesery. It's a creamery. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like uh, the ice cream shop. Wizzes, Wizzes. No, cheese. yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it's it's creamery. <laughs> we there and we got cheese. We got cheese. Uh, I also stopped at a creamery. <laughs> Unrelated. Though. Good for you. <laughs> Same vacation, I think. Just a year apart. Uh, I have never left this city, so 
I've not had cheese. I'll I'll bring you some <laughs> cheese next time I'm out and about. That's good. I like the Jets jet set. Is that what the kids call it? Yeah. Are you still in Wisconsin? Is that a kind of no. cheese? No. No? No, nope, I'm in Michigan now. Oh, I like Michigan as well. We like to visit Kalamazoo. Okay. I'm just north of that. Well, we're planning on coming back this year. We'll meet up and I'll help you narrate some books. You can say Excellent. You can stay in Nick's uh, guest room. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> yeah. You can put an air mattress right in here in the library. Oh, well, a I'll... library. We'll send you a link to the Amazon mattress you have to buy if he's coming. Okay. <laughs> it's Jeff Hayes approved. <laughs> yeah, it's Jeff approved. Sound, the sound booth. You just bought one, right? Yeah, I did. We're buying one this month. It's not bad. Yeah, For we're... real? Yeah. Do I need to buy one? I I we just bought, we're all mattressed out, though. We just bought two new mattresses. Yeah, but you could probably do another one. I don't know. Have you ever, you've had a mattress in a box? Do you want to yeah. buy one for it's mine? It's so loud when you open them up. This was loud. It's like this a room temperature so cheese curd, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like a room temperature cheese curd. And like, as I was putting it in my kid's room, and he Not was asleep in his crib, and I was trying to be all quiet. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's like, <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> what kind of mattress <laughs> you guys buy? <laughs> You're not supposed to right. buy the guns in the inside of it. Now, like yelling, yelling at the mattress shuts fuck up, but yeah, it's a mattress and it can't. It can't hear you. It can't hear you, and then your your kids crying, See, cussing. That's the number one problem with mattresses today. <laughs> they can't hear you. <laughs> that's why I invented the mattress speaker. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. It's a secret society. Okay, we got one more question. Are you guys ready for this? So ready. ready. Which body part do you wish you could detach and why? Hmm. Which one do you wish you could detach? Yeah. I know what I would do. Wait. I would take my big old belly. Oh, yeah. And I'd put it on Josh Stout so he has to do more push-ups in the way. Oh, that would learn him real good. <laughs> I want 17 pounds. Let me just throw that out there for the world to hear. Have you ever heard of the 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 bathroom workout? You can lose up to 17 pounds <laughs> every time you go pee. Wait, you work from home, don't you? Yeah. Still yeah. do it. Yeah, but it's better if you do it in a public bathroom <laughs> because you want to push yourself off the ground as fast as possible. <laughs> you want to stay off the ground. I was going to say, I don't think the gr- the floor in a public bathroom is really any place you ever want. Well, it's full of fluoride, Technic. so he just licks the floor whenever he goes down. Like, but there's really only like six people that work there, so... How many of those people have perfect aim? How many it's, are ladies? It's in... Well, first um, of, it's two separate bathrooms, and the bathroom has its own stall, and then you walk outside of the stall to let wash me, your hands. Let me tell stuff. you a story about my work, okay? <laughs> so... I walked into the bathroom, and I went to a urinal, and I started peeing. And two elderly, not elderly, but older men came in and were standing behind me talking. And I looked back and looked at them, and they were just, like, still talking. And I thought, well, this is really weird. Why are these guys watching me pee, right? Mm -hmm. So when I was done, I went out, and I talked to one of the guys, and I said, why are you guys in there watching me pee? And he's like, you didn't notice? There was piss all over the floor. Someone missed the urinal completely. And it was like dripping over to where the sink was and That's stuff. That's why you wear shoes. For push-ups? For push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, I mean, that's not going to... Pee on the floor is not going to stop me from using the, the, the urinal. If I got to pee, I got to pee. I'm talking about push-ups. Talking what about if push-ups. someone at your work has really bad aim? 
in they're in a stall. Can you just admit that you have pee particles on your body? You have pee particles and poo particles on your body every time you walk That's into a bathroom. That's all I wanted I to don't. hear. That's do you? Every <laughs> do you? No, well, he's just talking. Do you ever? Do you ever wash your hands and then Nick, use the blower? Poo particles all no, over you? that's poo particles. That's particles. I have two children, so yeah. No, he doesn't. He's yeah. got poo on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean to tell you, you've got a little poo. Only uh, one. right here. Oh, wait, right. how old are your kids? <laughs> I don't think two and four. Oh, yeah, there's probably poop everywhere. There's poop everywhere. I was just mm-hmm. thinking the other day, do you remember that time we were playing a video game online together? And uh, my son was, I believe he was two at the time, and we were going through potty training. And he was laying down for a nap, and he woke up. And I was, we were playing online, and I said, I gotta go. Cohen just pooped in his pants, and you laughed. <laughs> no. Like, he pooped in his underwear during the potty training stage. Yeah. I told my son that today, and he also thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. John, Na- John, John, John. <laughs> Josh now has an infant, uh-huh. so he has to deal with all the poop now. No, he has mm-hmm. a wife. He deals with that stuff. That's she, a women problem. That's a woman problem. <laughs> Cut that. Out. But also, <laughs> while that's going in the beginning. That's going to be the first thing you hear. You don't even have to day. make it. Black. Hang on, we're on the subject of cutting things out. That old episode I was talking about, go back and cut out all that stuff about raping cats. That was (laughs) unnecessary and awkward. Can do. We've grown as people since then. We need to go back and get our old episodes. (laughs) One episode that's an hour long. (laughs) We'd have to edit a lot of things. If we were going to go back and edit out the bad things, we would have to Can't we just put a retraction at the beginning of everyone? Can we just redact it? One standard redaction. Can we just pull it off the internet? No one has made a copy. No one has bothered to make a copy of any of our things. It's all over. Like, if we took it off the internet, it's gone forever because no one made a copy of it. I did. Even the internet didn't make a copy of it. I have a copy. Well, you would pull it down and then not show anyone, I saved it all and put it on Audible. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then we're screwed. <laughs> Actually, Nick, if you want, you could just throw a bunch of our old episodes together and say you narrated them. Add some narration. Speaking there of, there we go. Do you listen to like after after you finish narrating a book? Then do you and it's done, edited everything, it's out. Do you buy it and then listen to it? Nope. I hate listening to my own work. Why? Everybody says you're so prolific. <laughs> right? I don't know. I, I think they're crazy. No, uh, because I just pick it apart. I, I go through and I think like, oh, why did I say it like that? Or why did I put the emphasis there on that sentence? Like, it's just, it's not enjoyable for me to hear all of the mistakes that I made that probably most people are not. Yeah, most of, most people listen to it at three times speed, so they don't even understand. Well, anything. I was about to say, I've <laughs> actually decided that, honestly, no, like, you should not be listening. I've changed my mind on this because used to, I was I was all about the normal speed because I thought it was, you know, like the, the narrator spent a lot of time, you know, making it perfect and you should listen to it the way that, that it should be listened to. But I've changed my mind because now I listen to it at 1.3 and that's the, like, that should be the standard. Well, like, wait, and Nick will attest to this. When you're narrating, you don't speak like you're talking. You, you're more deliberate and everything, right? Um, I actually come from two different schools of thought on that. The, the old schools? guards, they, they're ones in Michigan and ones in Wisconsin. It's right next door to the Ducks oh, okay. Creamery. Um, the, uh, it's called the old guard. We know. 
next to the old spike. Exactly. Oh, the the old guard says that it, things need to be read very slowly and methodically and meticulously. And I think that there is a time for that. But I feel like most people who are listening to audiobooks now are from a younger generation. And they're used to things being faster, as you just said, 1.3 speed or one and a half or three times speed. Um, that's more how normal people talk is faster. And so they want to hear things faster, too. So I generally try to not go for a fast delivery in my audiobooks, but definitely not as slow as what I was originally taught. So like a normal person, that land book would have been over 900 hours. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, yeah, it also, it wouldn't make <laughs> I much... I like how close you got to the camera to say probably. <laughs> it wouldn't make much sense if you're, like, you're Will Grayson, Will Grayson. That's from the perspective of, like, a 17, 18-year-old. It wouldn't make more real sense to be slow and methodical. I mean, unless you're narrating a Stephen King book where every kid's a fucking genius. What? All books, all the kids are... Stephen King? Yeah. All the kids are genius. What? Stephen, the kids aren't geniuses in Stephen King. Yeah, they are. In it? In the Institute, and they all talk like they're (laughs) fucking Einstein. Every kid in it talked like they were challenged. That was one book. And they still had ideas and thoughts that kids their age wouldn't have. Like what? Let's not die from the fucking cloud? Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess you could announce now that you're narrating it against Stephen King's will. <laughs> and you're yeah, going to speed it, it up. It's. <laughs> it's called It's, and you're doing it at five times the speed. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta get this shit done. No more 48-hour audiobooks. I will say I I have listened to books on, like, two and three times speed, but that's too much. It depends on what it is and how comfortable you are with the narrator's speaking tone. I don't know. That's that's even still. If I met Will Wheaton in person, I wouldn't know that was him speaking. Yeah. Well, actually. Why is he in slow motion? Speaking of which, (laughs) I kind of, I feel like your, like, main character voice I kind of thought would be just your normal voice, but it it's it's not right. I mean, I don't think talking to maybe it's just because you're using your headphones, but it doesn't really sound the same as kind of what I was expecting. Or maybe because uh, I was listening to it at a faster speed, you were a little. Bit. <laughs> that could be. No, I mean, in it's close. I will say that it's close. I think that yeah, the headphones and Skype kind of throws things off a little bit, but um, don't reveal the people we're using Skype, then they'll all be. Tracking us down to try to be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't tell them that our name is JBJ Podcast. Mm-mm. I won't say a word. Okay, it's jbjpod at gmail.com. Okay, yeah. yeah. I will not say that. Those oh, words will not come out of my mouth. So you just use your normal voice and you just add a dash of heroism. Yeah. Sure. Or a dash of Old Spice. Old Spice. You just, well, you just swish around a little Old Spice in your mouth before you narrate. But don't swallow it. It's like fluoride. Just don't swallow yeah, it. Fluoride. Yeah. You can't swallow the Old Spice. Old narrator. Well, Alan Brown says that fluoride's the best thing that's ever happened to humanity, so I'm just going to go eat a brick of fluoride. Uh, he, why would he lie? He wouldn't lie. That's he not made, what he said. Either. He made good eats. He doesn't lie. He does not you lie. You guys are twisting his words. I've heard it's good with some smoked Gouda. Ooh. Yeah. Fluoride sandwich. Oh, like back in the day when you used to mix fluoride and cheese curds together. Well, that was the only way the kids were going to get the fluoride. Yeah. Right. That's why they're just... Well, that was all the questions we had. Did anybody answer it? It doesn't matter. I don't think about it. Don't even remember it. Oh, the, the you answered it. Oh. You answered it perfectly. What Thank body you. part would you cut off? Uh, uh, 
Yeah, perfect. I think we all. So, all right, Nick, go go ahead and start your five questions. (laughs) My five questions. Oh, I'll do um, five questions as well, right? Nope, nobody said that one. Oh, that's gonna cut this one short then. <laughs> we did tell you that this would be the average length of a an Alaron Kong book. Right? Well, uh, book seven or all the previous ones? Because oh, book seven yeah. was forty-seven hours. Yeah, that's insane, right? It and broke I Audible. See. No, but like even okay, so I yeah, listened. It broke Audible. It did. Audible when it, when like, it launched, the server went down. Yes, yeah, since from two people downloading it. No, since then, since then they started breaking the books up. Did you notice that? Like in uh, War and Peace. Uh, well, Super Powered Year Four or whatever, it got broke up into six files that you download separately. And same thing with uh oh, one of your books, the uh Trinity. Was that what it was? The Trinity one that was put together. It gets broken up into like eight different books. You have to download. You wouldn't know because you hate audio. Yeah, you never never listen to it. But But it's good for you to have this outside perspective. It is. Let me look. It limits the file size. I actually, I actually don't think that that's necessarily true. At least, like, I know I talk about the Wheel of Time all the time, but like, they're like, (laughs) they're like sixty-hour books, right? And they are not. You have your audio quality set to low. Well, I said since then. Downloading. Like oh, oh, the uh, what was it? Twinborn Chronicles. Oh, I like the Twinborn Chronicles a lot. It got broke up into six, six parts pieces, that yeah. were ten, like ten hours a piece. Mm. And that's how they. I've been seeing those long books like since the land. Well, I my thing is like I said, I I, I liked them. I listened to all of them. I just feel like you're talking about books in general. No, right? the the, oh. the long land book. I just am surprised. Like if it was me writing it, I would have like broke it up yeah i would have broke it up and make people buy it because you know that they would have right everyone that bought the fifth land is going to buy the sixth land he's doing it out of love nick nick uh, did it for free you did it for free nick that's great he loves books almost free almost free i'll let elrong know that you're going to do the eighth book for or that you probably are doing the eighth book for free it is actually one week long (laughs) are you allowed to say if you're done with that yet i'm not allowed to say <laughs> yeah, <or> yeah. <laughs> that's, no that's a great answer <laughs> we can make it however we want and we can also uh the podcast to make it sound however we want well i think that's all we have and i know you were late for an important dinner date with rl stein oh man <laughs> rl stein's mm-hmm. rl stein's i'm a big fan i used yeah. to look at the book covers and then never read them because they were too spooky. Also, oh, I agree. They were crazy. He knows Judge Judy. Yeah. He, oh, he probably does, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of his characters were based off of it. <laughs> yeah. So, Nick, uh, do you want to go ahead and plug yourself to the no one who's listening? That's that rude. I, th- I think you guys have plugged me enough. I, I don't even what? know what I would say. Uh, your website's nickpodell.nick. It is nickpodell.com. That will nope. hopefully change soon. Don't go to it because it's incredibly embarrassing. Or just go to it if you really want to get a good laugh. Well, no, it wasn't that bad. It, it told me that you did Gary Paulson books and R.L. Stein books, which is, yeah. in my opinion, very, very it, awesome. It can't be worse than, what was it, Larry Doyle, who sent us to a, a his page that had a bunch of videos that were taken down. Nice. <laughs> no, nice. here's the thing. Your website lets us know that at least as of 2013, you were alive. Yeah. <laughs> so we know you existed. We knew. Yeah, that's helpful. 
I walked and breathed on this earth. Is there any social media you want to talk about? Um, I do have a Facebook fan page that is updated a little bit more regularly. Um, admittedly, I'm not on social media that often. I'm not, uh, I'm not a very vocal person on uh, social media. So hopefully going to try to fix some of that. But to a large your, degree, I kind of like things that way. Your MySpace yeah. fan page is on point, though. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> well, I worked really hard on that. And we can, we can always get a hold of you on Farmville, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the ultimate, the ultimate business uh, social media. Well, it kind bill. of is. You have to. That's how you collaborate. You know, you work well with someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. If their farm's doing well too, you know, they're you work together on the farm. Oh, I as far as I know, I don't. It's know like that. an on-site job interview. I mean, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. You chat. Yeah. 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 It oh, is. You farm the grapes. It's the new thing to go outside the box to communicate. I'm actually in talks with Stephen King to be on, and I have to talk to him through Catan online. <laughs> Tell him that we're gonna we're gonna redo it. No, <laughs> he can't. know. we might get sued. <laughs> Once it's out, no one can stop us. I think that's what is he gonna do? Send Cujo after you? What? Yeah. Well, if he tries to sue us, we'll just claim it's parody law. Yeah. We'll hide behind that until the day we like, we Exactly. Don't know what really means, but neither do you. You're not a lawyer, Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, come on, Stephen King. It's not like you have any money. <laughs> you can't sue us. Um, I don't think you need to do anything different, Nick. I feel like everyone knows who you are. Everyone that matters, right? <laughs> I feel like so many different types of groups of people know who you are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's almost like you're prolific. <laughs> almost. It really is. And I was thinking, man. Probably every most people who have Audible have something of yours. Like you've been in so many different genres. And also, when you type your name in, shit you didn't even do comes. <laughs> so I know that's what I love. Like, I get credit for things I've never done. I didn't know he narrated Narnia. <laughs> that's insane. That's true. <laughs> I didn't know I narrated it either. Weird. Yeah. Well, you also didn't know you narrated Stephen King's It. So I mean, you've no. done a lot. It's. It's a work in progress. <laughs> See, I own twenty-three books. <laughs> Right. Yeah. He owns 23 books. And the first, <laughs> the first thing that comes up is Chronicles of Narnia. That's insane. You should get credit for that. No, I, I uh, should. I with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> All right. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead and let you get back to recording your book that you told us the name of but don't want to say on the podcast. Don't know what you're talking about. Right. Hush, hush. All right. So we'll, we appreciate you coming on and being so prolific. With us, which is a word I understand what it means. (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right, man. We'll let you get back to it. But if you don't mind before you go, if you could uh, (laughs) go ahead and end the podcast in the traditional manner, we would appreciate it. Uh, What's the traditional manner for ending the podcast? I love it when people say that. Yeah, that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part because it's not so awkward. It is super awkward. And that's the whole point. Thank you, Nick. That was that was beautiful. Was that that's the traditional way? <laughs> yeah, the traditional way is to blindside people at the very end of the podcast so they never want to come on again. Yeah. Oh no. No, Nick would come on every week if we let him. So if we have a if we have a guest drop out, Nick, you'll come back on. Sure. Uh, no notice. <laughs> it takes um, five minutes. You, Give me five. They get a hold of him. He doesn't do social media. <laughs> He's off the grid. That's yeah. true. Well, now we, got, we got his number. Well, we don't have We've his got number. His... We'll just call R.L. Stein, and he'll get in touch with him. All right? Exactly. 
or else I block all of our numbers. You know yeah, that. yeah. I haven't asked. I should ask. That's what else is he doing? Goosebumps he was on, he three, was the on, movie. He was, in, he was in the Goosebumps movie. Yeah. Was he? He did. I'm not joking. He did the. He did some NPR like uh, we're game not, show. We're not NPR. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> that would probably come Maybe on. we could lie and say we're JVJ NPR. <laughs> All right. There well, you thanks, go. Thanks for being on, Nick. It was a lot of fun. That was. Thank you, guys. All right, man. Good luck. Take with care. Your- Little audiobook thing. Well, thank you. (laughs) Josh vs. Josh, Season 5. It's resurrection time. Josh was Josh was dead, but now they're back again. Sweet show was an amazing guest stars. Ryan Wright shot lasers from the Death Star. Matt zipped in and he zipped out, but no one knows what he was talking about. JDS took a rest, he spread his wings and flew far, far away. But now he's back to rule the pod game. Spitting on a little guy's face, eating ice cream and potting all over the place. Tom Nook is a crook, but Corey Gibbs working hard for the bells. Only PayPal. Lemon friends and family for that guy Rosells. Jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe, especially when you're up potting all dang night. Takes a break to read some 17. Steve Buscemi on the cover of his magazine. Recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread because Josh vs. Josh is back potting Good. again. Good. We didn't think you had any yeah. fun. But, yeah, um, sometimes you were like, man, these guys are talking about fluoride for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just making me rethink my life choices. Yeah. Well, you never thought so much about fluoride. I pretty never much have I ever. <laughs> it's good dinner time conversation. Yeah.